Hello everyone and welcome back to yet another fun-filled episode. I am so glad that you are here. I'm so glad that you chose this as a way of gaining knowledge and wisdom on your daily walk. I am so elated that you are enjoying the podcast so far for online online miscommunications. We've gotten so much great feedback and gratitude. I'm just so thankful to God that y'all found it valuable, that y'all found it useful, and that you're going to apply it going forward. So I'm just really, really happy. And it was fun for me, honestly, because I was like, you know, this is a topic that I really wanted to talk about really for quite some time. But God had it so that he was having me to release those things at that particular time, because y'all know timing, God's timing is everything. But we are actually going to move on to another topic in AA, which is for our purposes, anxiety anonymous because there are so many subjects and there are so many things that happen in our life and in our unique experiences where we really need to talk about it but not everybody is like okay like I am my name is so and so and so and I want to talk about blah 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 maybe you just want to just throw the topic out there because you know it needs to be discussed but you don't want to say hey I'm the one who's you know putting the topic out there so what we're going to talk about today and when I'm not going to stay with y'all too, too long because this really shouldn't take too long. But we're actually going to talk about something that we all go through. Um, I mean, we all go through, you know, communication, right? But this is another topic. So we're actually going to talk about traffic. How many of you, I'm sure that all of you who have either, who either have a car right now or have borrowed a vehicle from your family member or friend, or have rode with a family member or friend, or you Uber or Lyft or whatever car service back and forth sometimes. If you've had any experience either behind the wheel or in the passenger seat while on the highway at all, in whatever way, shape or form, you have experienced probably some anxiety and or stress while on the highway not so much because of how you or the person that you were riding with is driving and then again you might have experienced that too but the travails and the trials and the tribulations that you experience on the road we all have gone through it at least once in our lives i'm sure so that's what we're going to talk about today and i really only have two tips for y'all today which is going to revolve around one p word that y'all hear me say every episode but let me give you some examples of how anxiety um, and, and, and stress can erupt when you're driving or when you're riding in a vehicle. One of the very common things especially happens in summer. I don't know if y'all have noticed the difference, like if y'all have been on the road for, you know, throughout the seasons and you've observed this, but there tends to be a really big shift in how people tend to drive when different seasons are are happening like for example in winter there tends to well in the fall and the winter there tends to be more, much more traffic on the road i don't know how how it is in other states and in, and in other countries and in other cities but me being a new yorker there's always a influx of traffic at a, at certain you know points in the year. And I noticed that in fall and winter especially, there's a huge influx, mainly because it's school season, 
right? So September, well, it's September for up here, but down south is August. Um, there tends to be an influx because you got school buses now on the road in a higher capacity. You now have parents who are driving their students, uh, uh, driving their kids, excuse me, back and forth on the road. So you got that in the mix. And then you have taxis who are, believe it or not, um, now involved with um, being on the road a little bit more often because you have high school kids and you have college kids that do Uber back and forth to school sometimes. Um, and then you have mass transit that's running a little bit more frequently as well. So that's also in the mix, believe it or not, because people are getting on and off the train and then sometimes they take that Uber to get home. So it's a lot of other factors that contribute to that influx of traffic. And with that influx of traffic, now you have to account for, okay, whether I should leave early and, and if, you, if I were you, okay, I would leave early, <laughs> like as early as you could possibly get up in the morning um, or, or whatever time you have to go to work or, or do whatever you have to do. So now you have to account for, okay, now I have to shift my schedule. Now I may have to leave 30 minutes early. I may have to leave an hour early. I may even have to leave a whole two hours early for some people, depending on how long your commute tends to be, because you have to account for those school buses. You have to account for the, how traffic will slow down and how it will slow down your day and make your commute even longer. So you got that. And then you have, you know, you're going to have frustrated drivers because there's going to be that one person that either does below this, like way below the speed limit because they're either sleepy or sleeping behind the wheel, not paying attention. And then there is that um, possibility that you will have, you, that you'll run into that, that you'll run into that person who's, who's falling asleep behind the wheel, who's driving a little bit crazy, or that person who was drinking the night before and is still have has a hangover or maybe high or whatever the case is, and they're driving or the very, very thing that we all can't stand probably to all the way to the bottom of our, the soles of our feet is, is road rage. Some of us may have been the victims of road rage. I certainly have, um, unfortunately. And then there are some that just had a long day and because they don't wanna really deal with other people on the road, one person cut us off and boom, we are on their tail trying to catch them and trying to express our anger towards how they cut us off and how that was not um, okay with us. And honestly, you guys, I mean, y'all, excuse me. It's, I don't want to say it's okay, but it's okay to feel that frustration. It's okay to feel that anger if you have ever been guilty of being a road rager. Um, but what I will say is I think that when you know that you have had a long day, that you take even more of an initiative to monitor your emotions so that you do not put other people's lives in jeopardy because that's how accidents happen. That's how, um, that's how your blood pressure goes through the roof. That's how your day becomes even worse when it wasn't necessary. Sometimes the wisest thing to do is just let the person go. Let whatever offense that they've committed against you, just let it go. Because that is only going to make your situation worse and possibly get you in a car wreck that you now have an extra expense on your lap. You know, so there's a whole lot of things just about road rage um, alone. 
And if you've been on the opposite side, if you've been on the receiving end of road rage, that is a whole thing that can trigger anxiety if you are a person that already experiences anxiety for hereditary you know, reasons or, or because it's hereditary in your family, that can set off a whole trigger, that can set off a whole panic attack. It, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot on one's shoulders to deal with. And to know that that's a possibility every time you get behind that wheel, to know that it's a possibility that you might either witness somebody get into an accident or you might witness somebody have a close call or you might experience or witness somebody who is, you know how those people who think that the highway just all of a sudden turns into a NASCAR racetrack? That's another thing. And let me tell y'all something that bothers me so much. It's one thing when you when there's not a lot of people on the road, but then it's a whole nother thing when you're on a busy highway that you know is busy and you run into somebody who I don't know challenges the person to a um to a race or whatever or tries to just do the craziest nonsense in the world. I'm like, can't y'all I'm pretty sure there's a racetrack nearby. If y'all are so adamant about racing each other for whatever reason, why don't y'all take that exit? Like you see that exit right there? Just 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 make that left turn and then get off at that exit. Go to that racetrack, have y'all a little battle, and leave the rest of the people on the highway alone, okay? Because we don't need any car wrecks and we don't need you to have one slip up or you not ha- or you not hitting the brake in time because you want to be all fancy and show how fast your car can go. Mind you, ha- and I guarantee you, I have seen all of this happen as far as these people that race each other. Probably about 75% of the time, they're not even sports cars to begin with. So I was like, I don't know who you're trying to show off for, but it is not worth it, sir. It is not worth it, ma'am. It is just not. So, but you have people like that. And all of these factors that I've mentioned so far are very much triggers that can trigger that anxiety and trigger that stress on the road, just on the way to where you're going. And so you have all of these things that are possibilities now. And so the big question, the big question mark on this specific topic is, how do we as children of God deal with this? How, what is the best way? What is the wisest approach to how we handle, how we conduct ourselves, number one, and how we handle these things on the road? Because let's face it, in certain cities, in certain areas where there's a high volume of traffic, there are a lot of these a lot of these possibilities you will either witness yourself or you may have either or, or you may be victim to. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't desire for that to happen to anybody, but let's be real about the situation. It may happen. Either one of those things may happen. And so the best thing for us to do is be prepared and know what the wisest approach is, what is the way that children of the living God, of the almighty, true and living God, what is the way that we conduct ourselves? Well, I have two tips for y'all today. And this is really more of a prevention slash preparation tip. This is something that um, my family and I have done 
for years because we understand the devices of Satan. We understand that he jumps in and out of people. We understand that the spirit is just off, just especially when he has an agenda. And we know what Satan's agenda is. We know what the devil's agenda is, right? It's to steal, kill, and to destroy. So we know what his job is, and it's our job to be on ours. It's our job to know how to fight him. And that's what I was talking about on the last episode. And so how do we do that? It's actually, and I don't mean to simplify this to say, oh, it's so simple. No, there's a simple tip that you can implement on your everyday travels. And it's probably something you already have thought about. It's probably something that you already know how to do. But just to either confirm it or remind you of it, to give you that encouraging reminder, just do this every single time you walk out the house and get in your car or ride in a, or ride in somebody else's car that you trust. I, honestly, don't get in a car with somebody you don't trust. Now, if it's an Uber or Lyft, that's a different story. We'll talk about that another time. Um, the first thing that you should do is before you even turn your engine on, Pray before you even pull out of the driveway, before you even pull out of your parking spot. Pray before you leave to wherever you're going, to wherever your destination is. Because you know, even if you didn't know, you now know that you will meet certain possibilities on the road. So you want to go ahead and bind those up before you even pull out, before you even meet a single car, a single moving car on the road. You want to make sure that you pray before you even pull out of your parking spot or driveway or whatever. Pray before you leave. Pray before you start moving. That's number one. And that is the P word that I was referring to earlier in this episode, by the way. Um, The second thing you want to do is so that now you have now invited God into this situation before you even move. So that... And, and when you know what exactly to pray for to prevent anything like that from happening, you now invite God into the situation, angels posted around your car, you know, you got that protection there, right? So now what you do is you get on the road, you start riding, right? You start driving, you start getting to where you're going. Do obey traffic laws, people. I know that sometimes it is inconvenient. I know sometimes it's encumbersome because sometimes you want to get to where you're going. I am guilty of this, especially when I'm on the road to a ministry assignment, which is very often I'm either traveling to the south or I'm traveling further up north. So sometimes when you want to get to where you're going before you get tired, especially when you're driving for a long distance. And when I say long distance, I mean over three, four hours worth of driving that to me is long distance other people's you know numbers may vary so i know when i there's a specific window of time where where it is like the most opportune time for me to drive during the day so i know that if i want to get somewhere and the road is clear and there's not a whole lot of people in front of me i'm probably gonna go a little bit more than the speed limit but then i realize oh wait a minute especially if it's an area where police are really, really, you know, monitoring traffic. And y'all know what I mean when I say monitoring traffic. So it's in your best interest to just do the speed limit, just obey traffic laws, just do what you need to do. So that way, um, there's a very small chance that you'll get pulled over. We'll talk about that on another episode. Now, 
Um, so uh, my point is when you now that you are on the road and you are now riding, if it's a smooth ride, if you don't really see any of these things that I mentioned earlier about road rage, about people wanting to race, about people cutting you off, people stopping short in front of you, blah, 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 people riding your tail. Oh, that's another very, very annoying thing. If you don't see any of these things happening because you're driving on a local road, local highway, whatever, or even if you're on the highway and it just happens to be a really, really good day, um, then you're good. Then you may, you may not necessarily need to apply step number two. But if you are experiencing any of these or witnessing any of these happen, then my suggestion to you is to apply step two, which is to pray as you are traveling. You don't have to bow your head. You don't have to close your eyes while you're behind the wheel. I suggest you don't do that because oftentimes, you know, people that are children of God love them a lot, love them to death, love them to pieces, but they take things a little too far as far as um, praying and, and bowing your head and closing your eyes. I'm like, that. behind the wheel is where you don't want to do that. <laughs> if other people are in the car, they can they can do that. But you as the driver and you are responsible for not only yourself, but other people in the car with you. No, you keep your eyes peeled on that road. You just start talking. You start praying. You can pray with your eyes open, people. Okay, that, that's not a that's not a no, no all the time in all situations. But if you are not driving, then obviously, you know, you do that. But yeah, keep your eyes open and start praying. Start binding that stuff up. Do the same thing. I t- do the same thing as step one except just do it as you're driving because you want to stay in communication with God. You want to stay in communication and allow the Holy Spirit to take over, provide the protection that you're asking for, et cetera, et cetera. Just reinforce what you said in the, in that parking lot or in, or in that, you know, driveway. And it's not, step two is not um, a way to, it, it's, it's not something that you're doing because you don't believe in the prayer that you just prayed a few minutes ago. It is just something that, hey, God, this is happening. I'm seeing this happen and I just need to stay in communication with you. So that way, God forbid something does happen. You already know about it. You already got the solution in place and I can just go and do what I need to do. So step one and step two, well, step two only apply if you see any of these things happen. So those are really all the tips that I have for you to, for y'all today. And I also want to say this, um... Please know again that these tips are not um, me coming from the perspective of I have all the experience in the world. I am just passing on and sharing with you the things that have worked for me and the things that I have personally implemented in my life and that I've seen other people around me implement in their lives and they have gotten either the same results or better results than I. And so we praise God, we bless God for that. So I'm just here to pass on the wisdom that I have acquired because I want everybody around me to win, everybody that I'm connected to, to win. Because it doesn't make sense for children of God to be hoggers in the sense of, I want everything for me, I want all the blessings, I want this, I want that but your sister or your brother that's standing right next to you that believes in the same God that you do, 
and prays just as fervently, if not more fervently than you do, you can't be a blessing towards. God is very intentional and very strategic about who he places, where and who and what time frame. So your aim besides pleasing God with your own life should be a, should be to be a blessing to uh, to whomever you are connected to in the kingdom because we are we are still not only representatives to strangers we are not only ambassadors to strangers but to our brothers and sisters as well we are not only called to exemplify Christ to strangers whom we have not met yet we are not only called to draw those who we don't know, we're also called to love on our brothers and sisters in Christ. That is just how it works. When you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, if you have not done so already and you are considering it, I highly recommend and highly want you to know that it is the best decision that I have ever made in my life. It is also the hardest decision that I've ever made because this walk is not for the... Um, we get hard is not for those who are just like want to give up in the middle of the road all the time. It's not for that. It is for those who are strong, those who are steadfast, those who are willing to be steadfast, those who have had an experience with God for themselves. Not only that, but it's it, it just makes it more, you know, has a stronger conviction than, you know, somebody who hasn't had an experience with God yet. But I'm just saying it's it's not an easy walk but it is very much worth it because god loves us so much that he gave us the an opportunity to receive salvation while we're here on this earth and i always say this it's not going to get any better as far as this this world the, the direction that this world is going into it's not going to be pretty it's not going to be any of those things but God has given us grace, he's given us mercy, he's given us tools and resources, and he's also allowed us to be a blessing to other people in addition to our brothers and sisters. So I said all that to say, make sure that you're being a blessing to your brothers and sisters. So if you want to pass this on to somebody else, just click that share button, click the copy link button, and just share it with somebody, especially if you know that they are one who works all the time and they need this reminder for themselves when they are battling traffic to just have a reminder like look there is a way you may even if you experience anxiety on the road there is a way to combat it in a practical way that where god is also included in the picture and that you're intentional about it so traffic is gonna happen y'all there's no way we can pray traffic away unfortunately trust me i have prayed that prayer um, sometimes God will slow it down as far as like the amount of traffic. I have seen that, but as far as praying traffic away that it will never take place in your circle or in your spot, I'm sorry, but, uh, no, <laughs> that's just not going to happen. Um, but what you can do is you can pray against those things that happen when traffic is high volume. Okay. Cause you can't control, unfortunately you can't control the actions of other people, but you can pray against the spirit that the ungodly spirit that may be hopping in them and operating through them at that moment. You have the power to do that. So I just wanted to let y'all know that I wanted to give you all those reminders. I love y'all so, so much. Pray that this is helpful and valuable. Again, share and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already to make sure that you are one of the first to know when we launch a new episode. Have a great week. Have a productive week. 
always lead with love. God's love always lead with the intention of being a blessing to other people. Know that anxiety cannot control you. It cannot weigh you down because you serve a God that is above anxiety and every illness and condition that is even possible here on this earth. He's above all of that. And there's nothing too hard for God. So love y'all much. Have a productive week and I will talk to you again soon.